0: Welcome, everybody, to the Godcast. In this uh, third installment of the second season, we'll be talking with the man, the myth, the legend, Balin, about Norse mythology. This is actually an episode with absolutely no guests. It is with all the all of the co-hosts, and uh, Balin is like a massive wealth of knowledge on Norse mythology. So, um, Rael, you want to take with the first question to ask him?
1: All right, um, so can you tell us what uh, Norse mythology is and sort of um, how it began, how it developed, the creation story, all of that stuff?
0: Contrast it with Christianity. Contrast it with with Islam. Obviously, with Christianity, it begins with um, the life and ministry of Jesus. Paul writes his epistles within circa a decade, well, actually about 20 years after the death of uh, Jesus. Uh, and then you have the New Testament. Uh, then you have the Gospels written, the four canonical Gospels written from circa, you know, sixty six uh, CE to like ninety CE. Uh, and then with Islam, you have Muhammad writing the Quran or receiving the Quran, Quran however you want to um, interpret interpret it. Maybe you can
2: contrast that with Norse mythology. I cannot precisely contrast that with Norse mythology. Contrast Norse mythology with Christianity. Because you're thinking in two very distinct ways of how you form your beliefs because there was no specific founder or real writer of like the original beliefs. Now, we have people who recorded historically the beliefs, but not someone who specifically outlined in any like well documented. Degree. It, was, it was an oral tradition. Yes.
0: Cool. Awesome. That was the contrast I wanted, like as opposed to how uh, Jesus is the founder of, of Christianity in the Christian sense, although that 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 that, that can be debated. Um, and then Muhammad is the founder of, of, of Islam, and then Zoroastrian is the founder of Zoroastrianism. There was no single
2: person who was, who, was, who was behind it. That would be correct. Very correct. Yes.
1: For those who don't know, where where did Norse mythology like originate? Like what what countries and areas would that be? Like in today's terms?
2: Generally, Scandinavia. Which would, is, which yes includes Norway, a bit of Sweden, Denmark, amongst other countries. But uh, yeah, that's about Scan. That's Scandinavia. Just a few countries in Scandinavia. Yeah. And like, like, when exactly did it begin? And what was life like at this time for the for the Norse people? I do not know when it began. I don't think anyone knows a specific time when it can, began. Can, can you throw a date on, like, for example, Buddhism? the Life of the Buddha was like
0: was like four hundred B.C.E. Okay. It uh, was B. Way before the e.
2: Middle Ages. It's a pagan belief. Because life
0: of the Buddha was like was like was like five hundred B.C.E. The life of Jesus was like you know zero circa four B.C.E. or B.C.E. to like circa thirty um, C.E. How where does
2: uh, this fall into, into place. Let me ask you this. When sure. did, uh, for example, the Greek pantheon become a thing? I I am definitely not well-versed in uh, in polytheistic
0: uh, traditions. I am much... I mean, if you want to put a date on Zoroastrianism, scholars have put it anywhere from 6,000 BCE to 600 BCE. Uh, with Judaism the Torah was being codified around the around the year 900 BCE um and uh, Islam began in uh the the seventh century
2: yeah you're gonna be looking way
0: back. way back We're, so in in regards to, to the to the Torah in regards to Judaism that's like the that's like the beginning of the um first millennium uh BCE I'm just gonna- It's like, okay, okay. You know what? The dates are probably not a major thing at this point in time, right? This is probably not... It's not really going to affect your... For pagan
2: beliefs, not very much of a big factor. Sure, sure.
0: Okay, let's move on. So uh, regarding, essentially, um, what, what were the first stories of this religion?
2: Are you referring in a sort of timeline of events of the pagan beliefs or are we referring more to a uh, more when which beliefs started to pop up first because I can't specifically say when they began to pop up first but I can tell give you give the creation story <clears throat> well okay uh, it began in a place known as the world began in a place called Ganunga Gap, a place where Only the contrasting fire and ice was. Over time, the two beings grew from. Oh, sorry. Let's look at this one. Do you you want to ask Yeah. Um, is this like a
1: mythological place?
2: Uh, it's more to represent the void, space. I guess you could say like. If you were to compare it to something now, then space would be the best comparison, or the void, just nothing.
1: Is it like pre-Big pre, um, pre big Bang?
2: It's the big, like it's around the Big Bang, because in this, the world tree grows, Yggdrasil, and in this tree, there were two realms that first grew from it. The realm of Muspelheim, realm of fire, and the realm of Niflheim, the realm of frosts and mist. who inhabited these realms? The first inhabitants of these realms were Surtur and Emir. Surtur was the first of the fire giants who is prophesied to forever forge and craft his sword his blade. Until the final battle, Ragnarok. He started at the beginning, he shall end at the ending. Who created the World Tree? No one. It was always there, it always has been there. It is... It will be eternal until the day of Ragnarok, when Surtur will burn it down. So,
0: we'll get to Ragnarok in in a little while, but... As the world tree is growing, or I, well, it's, it's eternal, pardon, never mind. As um, the creation myth is unfolding, who
2: inhabits the worlds? Well, at the start, it was just Ymir and Surtur and the world tree itself. Then, Ymir would, over time, sweat while he was sleeping, and from his sweat came the, the first giants. As he himself was the first of the frost giants.
0: And what happens once these
2: giants are uh, produced? They mostly just exist. But over time, from the ice of Niflheim, another being is formed, a cow. And this cow uh, uh, licks a piece of ice. And inside the ice is a god or more accurately, the ancestor of all the gods. Known as, I believe, Boar.
0: And um, what happens in the Fire Realm during this time, for example?
2: For the most part, just Surtur hammering away at his sword. Again, he's going to be doing this for... right up until the end of everything.
1: So the giants came... Uh, before the gods. And the gods came from the giants.
2: Yes. Well, somewhat. The ancestor of all the gods, Bor, would eventually marry a giantess. And from them would, become, would come Bori, who would also marry a giantess. And from them would come three brothers. Odin, Vili, and Ve.
0: So... What happens in the other realms besides the Fire Realm and the Ice Realm?
2: Nothing yet. They aren't exactly formed fully. Tell us about Odin and his two brothers. Odin, Vili, and Ve. Odin. Uh, Okay, wait. I should mention that in Muspelheim too. I believe there were some other beings being formed, such as the other fire giants, as well as the demons and the... and it is also said that dragons and demons exist in Muspelheim. Regarding,
0: um... Let me think, let me think about this. Let me, um, so, where, where, where do we go from there? Um, from Odin
2: and, and, and his two brothers. So, Odin, Vili, and Ve saw that the world was all chaos. There was no singular shape to it. Nothing concrete, so they slew Emir who's Emir? Emir who, who is Emir? as said before, he was the first of the frost giants from whose sweat came okay. all the giants
0: and rhyming the name of the of the uh, giant forging his sword Surtur. Surtur first
2: of the fire giants.
0: so they, they, they slew Emir. And um, are there, other, there are there are there are other giants around at this time though. Yes, okay. but
2: there was so much blood from Emir's death that it drowned all but two of the Frost Giants. And who are who? Uh, do they play an important role later? Yes, because from them will be descended all other Frost and Mountain Giants.
0: What do these what do the, these Frost Giants look like?
2: Depends on who you ask. Some would say simply like very large humans, some blue-skinned giants, yes. So now we're following and the mountain giants do always just kind of look like giant humans. So we're following Odin now, right? Yes.
0: How does a child how does the childhood go? And, um,
2: there isn't this- much written on that, but sure. what is written is how he then carves up the corpse of Emir. Why does he kill Emir? Because to create something more concrete, he had to slay the first of all. What happens after this? He then uses Emir's corpse to create Midgard from his skull he creates the sky from his brains the clouds from his flesh he creates the soil and dirt from his bones the mountains and cliffs and valleys from his blood and sweat he creates the oceans and from and from this oh and from his hairs he creates the trees and plants and the like and from his and from other body parts he created A guard against the giants from entering Midgard. Suppose a human
0: in this worldview... Wait, wait, wait. Yes. I'll
2: get to how Odin made the humans, but by finding first an ash tree, and from them carving a man and a woman at the time, and from them it is said... Again, this is the mythology, yes... Uh, that all other humans are descended, and that is why Odin is called All Father, of all humans. Suppose
0: a human in this worldview went into the ice realm and slayed Niflheim, an I- went into Niflheim and, sl- and slew a um, a a ice giant. Could they do the exact same thing? Could they just cr- form an entire
2: world out of that? Oh, the no. Emir was, was... He was a special ice giant. More than just special. He was, he was one of two who were the first of all things. Thusly, he was sort of like just his own... He was, he was his own kind of, uh, kind of creature. Yes. On top of being the first frost giant, he was his own primordial being, I guess you could say.
0: What did he look like, do you think? He, I, mean, how, I mean, how do you think someone would would describe uh, how, he, how he looked if, if we were to go back to the ancient Norse time and ask him more?
2: I believe he was said to be made, or looked to be made from ice. Just as sort of looked to be made from flame and molten rock. Any questions? So, what happens next? Well, after this, Odin also creates other beings such as the elves, the dwarves, and I believe No, just he also makes the elves and the dwarves. It is also said at around this time other realms began to pop up, such as Vanaheim, land of the Vanir gods, Asgard, land of the Aesir gods, as well as where Odin rules. Where do these gods come from? That is, one, you talked about that one man who
0: was the who's the father of all gods. How did the father of all gods like produce other gods? Again, he married a a giantess. Yes, correct. Okay. So,
2: describe these two these two realms of gods. Vanaheim is far more forested. It since the gods there are more focused upon nature, fertility and magic. Very ancient, are they? Some say even more ancient than the Aesir. Who are the Aesir? The Aesir are the ones you commonly think of. Uh, Odin, Thor, um, Tyr, and oh, Heimdall, amongst others. And the Aesir live in Asgard, is that correct? Yes. Describe Asgard. Asgard is quite the beautiful place think of the Imagine a one of the most beautiful cities you've ever seen.
0: The I mean I've never seen this, but the uh the the the, the hanging gardens in uh in, in Babylon by
2: uh, Mayhaps by,
0: by King Nebuchadnezzar to his wife. That I think would be pretty cool to see in real life.
2: Mayhaps you could compare it to that. But I would also say all of the gods. I had great houses, very large, like like a massive lodge, essentially, like a huge, generous. Amongst other ones. things, yes. But let us see. Maybe I should move on to other more well-known or lesser-known... Talk
0: about the other gods, yeah. Realms. Yeah, sure. Talk, talk about the other gods first, though. What does their equivalent of Asgard look like? Asgard? Yes.
2: Well, again, there are only two... No, they're equivalent
0: of Asgard, like, like the other, where the other gods live. Or do they simply
2: live in the forest? Oh. So, do the Vanir also live in uh, Asgard? The Vanir live in Vanaheim. Vanaheim. That place is very well forested. It is nature... They The gods from Vanaheim, i.e. the Vanir, are very focused on nature, magic, and fertility. Which means less upon... Think less cities and civilization. Think more nature, forests, the the plain, whatever. Do you understand?
0: Yes. Ron, do, do you have any questions? Cool. Um, so let's the
2: other realms, yes? Because I feel like I should get to those. Yeah, talk about the other realms. Let's do it. The other realms include Alfheim, the Land of the Elves, Truly glorious place, ruled over by the king of the elves, Freyr, also one of the Vanir, he is. He is said to be extremely beautiful as well as glowing, similar to the light elves, who they themselves have skin that glows so bright it outshines the sun.
0: Other dark elves?
2: Yes, the doch They are said to live deep Below, in Svartalfheim. Or, if you were to translate it differently, also Nidavlir.
0: So, where are some other realms as well?
2: Again, uh, Svartalfheim and or or Nidavlir. Depending on who you ask, they are separate realms or possibly the same realm. Uh, Definitely contain the dwarves. Uh, That is not to be confused with little people, that is to be specifically referring to the magical uh, beings that are said to live in Nidavlir, which were known to be incredible craftsmen to the point where they could make weapons that could slay gods, as well as possibly being the dark elves themselves, although it depends on who you ask. One thing I wanted to point
0: out was that it's basically the giants precede the gods in this creation story. Yes, they are primordial. Whereas in, in, in the ancient uh, Greek view, the titans precede the gods. Yes. Do you think there's any similar. connection between, that, between those two?
2: I am unsure, for the gods never really slew completely the giants, or the Jotunar, as they are called. As well, the jotnar never really wanted to s- completely slay the gods. So, Nidavlir is completely underground. The surface of it is...
0: Wait, how is it completely underground if it's if it's, its own if it's, it's The own surface
2: realm. is completely
0: barren yep like, like, a, like a wasteland land. it's like a nuked world except like everything's just you like, could say that like i'm like unsure how you, how you would describe it all the vegetation it. all the fauna and flora
2: but underground it's quite different there are cities underground and they have well enough food i would guess fungus given that the land that need of translates to land of the dark fields And, well, let's see. Um, What else? Not much is known about Alfheim, though, or the elves. Very secretive bunch, supposedly, in the old myths. But let us see. There was also Helheim, Land of the Dead, where all those who did not die honorably in battle go when they die. Is this eternal? Yes.
0: Do you want to take over? Yeah. Right, I'll grab the chips and cool.
2: so are these realms
1: um are they like planets or are they like how big are they like in comparison?
2: they are their own worlds,
1: so like the size of
2: earth or yes, or in the old myths, about the same size yes and oh there's one
1: more oh sorry keep
2: Jotunheim, land of the giants, or more accurately, it's adjacent to Niflheim, it is. Parts of it are very cold, other parts of it not so. The giants... uh, The mountain and frost giants live there. Now, the frost giants seem to live closer to Niflheim, but the mountain giants seem to live more in Jotunheim. Yes. And Jotunheim is not so much barren, simply incapable of growing crops. So... As far as the myths are concerned, the mountain and frost giants have generally grown to live more similar to hunter-gatherers.
1: So they don't grow crops. They're more uh, hunter-gatherers. Hunt- hunt- right. That makes yeah.
2: sense. And the, Mus- the giants of Muspelheim, the fire giants, are said to be sleeping. Waiting. For Ragnarok.
1: Right. Right. And when is... Or uh, Sorry, is that all of the realms...
2: I believe so.
1: All right. Uh, When is uh, Ragnarok supposed to take place?
2: Well, there is no specific time, although there are signs as to when it shall happen.
1: Mm -hmm. The ones
2: that we will see, or at least the only real one we will truly see is the time of Fimbulwiter, a three-year-long winter that will not, or I guess cold, you may say, a three year long cold season that will eventually end with many wars with at least a very large war, maybe multiple wars fought between different people, but all over the world due to the lack of resources and terrible, terrible acts committed by humans due to, well, basically society crumbling
1: Mm.
2: due to said lack of resources.
1: So could the three-year-long winter theoretically be caused by a nuclear war?
2: You could say that, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to interpret the old uh, prophecies, but, you know, that's how they're written. Now, after Fimbelwieter, it is said also that the great world serpent Jormungandr... Shall rise from the oceans, and with its breath poison the world.
1: Hmm. So,
2: and we will all every die. living
1: thing every living thing would die then. Right? Yes, except it. Right,
2: it would not die.
1: Hmm. And then what would happen? Like for the rest of uh, everything, <laughs> what would happen?
2: Well, then the gods would be. Then would occur the final battle. Of Ragnarok. This of course. Ending in the deaths of many gods. This is also why it is referred to as. The twilight of of the gods. As the three children of Loki. The giants. Of frost, fire and the mountains. As well as Loki himself. Leading an army of the. Of the dishonored dead. From Helheim, given to him by his daughter Hel, goddess of death, shall all attack Asgard and fight against those who. and fight against the Aesir, as well as those sent to Valhalla, in a final battle, which. we know how it ends. It is not great. How does it end? Let us see. Well, it's not completely terrible, but let me explain. Now, the Sorter, of course, will also rise, forgot to mention that, and finally end his crafting of the sword, and also begin his march towards Idrisil to burn it to the ground. As well as Asgard. It begins with Asgard, but the whole tree burns. Now, Odin is said to die from the from the great wolf Fenrir son the son of Loki
0: how is Loki's son a wolf
2: Loki is a shapeshifter giants i.e. Jotnar are also fairly adept at shapeshifting and it seems as though uh, also Loki's wife is named Angarboda. um now this is just how they came out loki's strongest son fenrir came out as a wolf fenrir translating to dweller of the fens jormungandr his second son the great world serpent came out exactly as I am referring to him as. A giant... Well, at first, just a normal-sized serpent, but once Thor threw him into the ocean, over time, he grew to the size of the world to the point where he could bite his tail while wrapping around the earth. And finally, you have his daughter, Hel. Goddess of death. She was born with half of her being a beautiful woman, while the other half being a rotting corpse. Now... Fenrir kills more gods, but the main one is Odin, who he kills, as this was the one who truly dishonored and betrayed Fenrir by chaining him. Then, Jormungandr will bite Thor, but Thor will kill him. After this, Thor shall walk nine steps and then die, as he has been poisoned by the venom of Jormungandr.
1: So they both die?
2: Yes. Fenrir shall also devour the sun. As well, one of the sons of Odin shall avenge his father's death by slaying Fenrir. Eventually, the battle shall end with Asgard burning to the ground.
1: And um, if the tree is destroyed, what does that mean for the universe?
2: When the tree is destroyed, it is said that there will be a new world formed from its ashes. Some of the gods will have survived. Not all the gods die, just many. And those that survive, as well as two humans that shall survive, will create a new world.
1: Could it be um, a cycle that repeats?
2: Oh yes. As in this it is said that, that, that a story, that story shall be retold of the gods and their exploits after this by the gods and the humans who survived. Some think that Ragnarok has already occurred.
1: Oh, so some say we're already living in that new world?
2: Yes. Others say that it is yet to come. No one really knows if the old myths ring true or if the they're yet to come to pass or some such. But what we do know is that the myths are here. And just like any religious beliefs, it is up to those who believe in the religion to interpret it as they will.
1: And um, sort of... Changing gears. What kind of um, moral uh, views does um, North, uh, <laughs> North Norse paganism um, espouse?
2: Well, the, there are nine great, I suppose you could equate them to virtues, that are represented by the symbol of the Volknot, also symbol of Odin. So, these are some of the virtues at least practiced by... Asatru, Norse paganism, starting with courage, truth, honor, fidelity, discipline, hospitality, self-reliance, industriousness, and perseverance. These, were known, these are known as the nine noble virtues, as represented by the Volknot, as, uh, as well as being the very symbol of Odin, which is telling of his importance.
1: Are there punishments if you disobey rules
2: or or morals? Or how does that work? You would not go to Valhalla.
1: But is there forgiveness? Because obviously humans aren't perfect.
2: No. Very strict.
0: The world tree is destroyed. How is living in the hellish region and living in the heavenly region eternal? Hmm? The world tree is destroyed, right?
1: And everything ends.
0: Yes. And starts over. So does that mean that everyone has like new souls or everything's just destroyed?
2: All is burned to ash, including heaven and hell. All of it. Wow. And there is no heaven and hell. Don't don't think with that cosmology. You know, there are many realms. Some are nice, some are not so nice. But they aren't exactly like your idea of heaven and hell. Valhalla is nice to live in, but it's mainly for warriors. Helheim has some, at the first and top layer, is not very bad. It's where most of the common people go. But the lowest layer is where the worst people you can imagine go. They are constantly devoured by a dragon known as Nidhogg, and then crapped out, and then devoured once more. Their soul's in constant torment as they are doing this... Almost eternally. Nidhogg also, when not doing this, chews upon the roots of Yggdrasil, which outgrow his gnawing, but he still does it. But Helheim does in fact
0: um, end eventually with the destruction of the World Tree.
2: All of it ends, burned to ash, and from it a new world will grow. Do
0: you have any last things you want to say about Norse mythology?
2: I would say this. There are many Norse... There are many myths related to Norse paganism, and not all like to believe them as literal or metaphorical. So I'd like to point out that that very fact here now, because there can be some confusion upon that point, as there are a few different groups of Norse pagans and their beliefs do differ. I want to point that out. Alrighty,
0: this has been The Oddcast. I'm Xavier. I'm Rylan. And I'm Balin. And stay tuned for planned future episodes.